Hello, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Bear It All. I'm Tracy Meacham. I'm here with my daughter, Zoe Meacham. And today we're talking about communication and trying to be more effective in our communication and what that looks like and what we can do to be a little bit more understanding and a little bit more effective in the way that we have conversations with our loved ones and with people that are really important in our lives. So, Zoe, did you want to say something to this to this topic? Yeah, I love this topic. I have been, I feel like I've been a communicator from the get-go. And like in our previous podcast, I really do feel that that's because I've always been given the space most of the time being given the space to be heard by you and and dad when he when he had the time as well so even though there were the little comments like okay we just need the short story Zoe like don't ramble on as like a little girl I could feel the elephant in the room and I think I didn't know that it was not meant to be said I didn't really get that kind of inkling And then when I did understand that, I feel like I just did it anyway because it was kind of fun. I really enjoy, it's like, it's it's kind of, it's not that I like people being uncomfortable, but I like to move through things. I would prefer for there to be five of us people in the room rather than six of us, including the elephant. So I've always found that if we talk about it, it can clear things up. And then we can all be on the same page and I can understand you and I can sit in the room with you more comfortable because there's not, you know, this unknown kind of lurking and hanging around us all. We can clear it up. I can be, I can understand where I sit with everybody, what's going on. Yeah. So that we can all be on the same page. I think that what I see is some people can shy away from communicating. It's like, oh, no, we're not meant to talk about that, so we don't. We put our heads in the sand, we pretend like the elephant's not here, and we don't. But what that does is that creates distance and assumptions because we're actually leaning in and asking the the questions or we're not actually saying how this is making us feel so that the other person can understand that and maybe not go there. We're just assuming that they should know or we're assuming that, that they would know how we feel. So, yeah, I find communication can be really tricky, but it has been so important for our relationship and for my intimate relationship to keep the conversation going, to keep the communication open, even when it's hard. Because you and I have been through times where we've had hard conversations, like we've maybe not said it right the first time I know I haven't (laughs) and and then we've had to end the conversation not on great terms knowing that we'll come back again so also having that loop so so what do you feel mama about communication like what what wisdom do you have gems yeah Mm. well I do I'm really I'm really what you've had to say about it all is is really amazing and I think that as a communicator you're you're very much 
like, let's just get to the direct. Yeah. Very let's just direct. get to the nitty gritty. <laughs> let's just lie it all out there. You know, like, let's just. Let's not talk around it. None of this circling shit. Let's just go. Let's just like name let's the just thing. Bear it all. It. Let's just. Yeah, let's just bear it all. <laughs> let's just. Yeah. So whether or not, you know, you wanted to or not, you know, like for me, I'd rather like, I'm a bit of a sweep it under the carpet or <laughs> save it all up or, and then just have a big rage than, you know, have to be so direct on every, every conversation, be so clear. But you've been the real enforcer in that, in our family, which has been super cool and super, super uncomfortable at the same time. <laughs> it's just growth, you know, like it's just, Absolutely. it's exactly what it was meant to be. So yeah, you brought up some, some really, um, great things there. And yeah, I really, I really love that about you and I love that about your personality. And so I think what also another thing that you mentioned there was that sometimes we've left things, you know, not quite uh, finished and not quite on the best of terms, but the good thing, and Brene Brown and her sister Barrett talk about this and they've brought it into their business frame, and that is circling back and going back to the person and saying, hey, look, you know, what happened yesterday? You know, I just wanted to check back in with you. They call it the check-in or circling back. Here's the check-in. And are you okay? Like, you know, it didn't go as well as we thought it would or what are your feelings on it today? And you know, having that respectful conversation and being okay to bring it back up because that's the hard thing, I think. It's not, it's not, because it, we all want, and we all, I'm, I'm talking about myself. I'm, I'm probably more tending to just not want to look at it again. But, but then there's that, as you said, and I loved how you put the elephant in the room as being that sixth person or, or actually giving it an identity. It's like, we all know it's there and we all don't really want to look at it and, and, or I don't want to look at it. Um, but you know, it's like that unspoken thing, you know, it's like we need to, we do need to circle back. You know, it's like we do need to, it's like completing the circle. It's like having some closure, having some finishing off of, you know, this, this difficult, this difficult topic or, you know, hard conversation that we've had. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, on that is we don't get taught. Who mm. teaches us how to communicate effectively? I definitely did not get taught that in school. Mm. It's like we learn through what what has worked and what does work in our lives and what doesn't. So it's really scrambling or just trial and error for ourselves. And we don't, and I think that there's more awareness out there now. Like I know through my social media, just who I choose to follow, there's a lot of psychologists that talk about communication, talk about how to respectfully open up those communications, which is amazing. But it's still, I find it's still the practice of feeling it in your body. So it's still you having to take that step, which isn't easy. And just as you were talking about the elephant in the room, I'm talking about, I was referencing it to, it just being in the room. But mm. actually, when we're choosing not to talk about it and talk to it and talk to each other about it, there's, I'm like imagining five people standing in a circle, like our family is five people. 
And when we're, and then the elephant's in the room when we're choosing not to talk about it, but we know it's there. What the elephant does is actually walks into the middle of our circle and stands in the middle so that it kind of comes between us then. Like it actually, we, our circle is almost like a revolving around this elephant instead of, instead of us kind of coming together closer. And let's just talk about it. Cause I think what I felt was, and I hope it's okay to go here. What I felt was there were times when you would, you wouldn't know how to communicate when you were upset in our, in our, like as kids growing up and you would shut down quite a lot because you didn't know what was going on for yourself. You've told me recent, like you've told me since being a kid and you didn't know how to communicate that when you did know what was going on. So you kind of shut down, which I think is a super, super common thing for people. I used to think it was just women, but it's people in life, what I've seen. So when we don't know how to communicate, we feel lost and stuck within ourselves and don't know how to open up. So I think as a little girl, it was like, and and the boys were doing it too, like we were going to each other being like, have you done, Is what's wrong? Have you done something to mom? Like what's wrong now? What's happened? Is it dad? Surely it's dad. <laughs> Surely dad's done something. Is it, you know, we're just trying to find out like what's going on. Does anybody have any inkling of what's going on? And sitting with that, you know, and being in the family, five of us being together in a room and no one quite knowing what's going on, I think that that's like my body couldn't hold all of that tension. So I I wonder if that's where I learned to be direct because I was like, all right, this feels really shit to sit with this energy where I don't know what's going on. No one knows what's going on. No one's talking about it. Like, can we all just, can I just be direct? Can I just be that person that's like, let's just shake shit up because, you know, being so contained and unsure and like walking on eggshells, it's like, it's really hard. So someone, I feel that someone has to go first. When we're talking about communication, you're talking about circling around, like that's the best analogy. I love that. Someone has to be the one to circle around. And if we're always waiting for someone else to be the one to come to us, like just as you're saying that, I was like thinking of a friendship where we had a hard conversation. I don't think either of us circled around after the hard conversation. So even just thinking of that, like someone has to go first and it can be hard and it can be tiring. And if we're always the one circling around, like initiating that, it can be like, oh, I just want, I just want them to, I'll wait, I'll wait until they do it. And if that never happens, are we willing to allow that, that friendship, that relationship to maybe never never recover, never get that closure, never. It might just be one conversation. You may be one conversation away from, you know, feeling connected and understood by that person. Or so which one, which are we going to choose to be in? Are we going to choose to, like, not communicate, kind of put our heads in the sand and wait for them to because it's too hard and it shouldn't, it's not our responsibility and they did blah, 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 so they should be coming to me to talk. Or are we going to choose to humble ourselves and open up and try again and circle around? Wow, there's so much in that. And I'd even forgotten about that, about my behaviour and not being able to communicate so effectively. It's It feels such a long time ago. It feels like I've been mm-hmm. a, a so much better communicator for 
a long time, but it's not like, mm. you know, it, it, it's not really, you know, of my 58 years, I've probably only been, you know, communicating effectively for, you know, I'm going to say 10 years, maybe, you know, maybe a bit longer, but yeah, I was very shut down and I was very, I wasn't able to express what was going on and what I was feeling upset or you know, um, I say rejected is not the word, but what was actually going on for me at the time. So then I was really, I was very shut down and that would have been really difficult to live with. And, and that came from my own story. You know, that was my, how that was modeled to me as well. Yeah. That was all I knew because, you know, like most people of my generation and, our parents weren't good communicators. We, therefore, we're not very good communicators and then it's passed down. So, you know, having a change maker like you in our family that says, make shit up. <laughs> this, is not, this is not how, how this is going to continue. Um, <laughs> that there's another way. I think, you know, showing us that there's another way to do it, do things is just friggin' amazing. Difficult, but amazing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for that. Yeah, and I think that we, like, this is not to wrong or shame or anything like that. Like, this is, this just is what it is. And if anything, I'm, like, I think we're all grateful because, like you said, you have, I'm not scared to bring things to you. I'm not scared to shine the light on things. I'm not scared to talk about the elephant in the room. So for you to go through your own nervous system, and actually I think it would be really good to go within for yourself and like and teach us what that journey was like for you because I feel like I've always been a bit of the, yeah, the let's just talk about hard shit and like you know, go up. there. Mm. What was that? Shake it all up. Yeah, yeah, shake it all up. So I kind of don't. <laughs> I don't fully remember how to get to there. I just know the freedom and I love the freedom it feels to actually talk mm. about it. So, but I wonder, could you, could you share with us and shine the light on how that was for you and maybe how you got to where you were? So you talked about being kind of, I'm, I'm going to say trapped. You didn't use that word, but like trapped within yourself, unsure and un, not knowing how to communicate about how you're feeling and about what's going on for you. Yeah, like you've definitely been doing it for 10 plus years with talking about things more and communicating really, really well. So I wonder, like, can you see how that kind of unraveled for you and how you were able to to get to where you are? I think it came where it came to a place in my marriage where things were falling apart and there needed to be some shit shaken up in that in that area and you know I wasn't really happy and so I actually left there for a, a six month period and I think then is when I found my voice and started being able to speak up a little bit more or felt like I needed to because you know stuffing it all down and you know being okay with everything was no longer okay for me so that I think taking that big step to move out and to reassess my life and where I was going and where our marriage was going, I think that that was the line in the sand for me that, you know, I had to, I had to start to look a bit more, a bit more seriously about, you know, where I want, where my life was going, where I wanted it to go and 
be a bit more in 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 the driver's seat, I think, you know, not taking a back seat and, you know, not not saying anything and just pushing everything down and and I think that's where it came from. Yeah. Mm. And I was just thinking, do you feel like there's a part of you, like you as in when you're shut down, which I do feel too, I'm not saying I communicate about everything, but do you think that there's a part of that process where you hold things in, we hold things in because we're so scared of hurting the other people. Mm -hmm. We're so scared of being unloved through what we are going to say or what we need to say. So there's this part of, I don't want to ruin what is happening here. I don't want to lose my husband. I don't, I'm scared to upset my kids. I'm scared to, to, you know, make waves in our family. And, you know, we kind of possibly could go worst case scenario. What happens if they don't love me anymore? What happens if they leave me because I'm going to say these things? So we're actually afraid of we shut ourselves down and we make what is what is upsetting us, what needs to be communicated less or we hold it in because we're just so terrified of upsetting or hurting or changing form of the relationships out there of who we obviously need to talk to about this, like communicate this with. It's like asking for asking for more love, like I need to be more loved in this way. Well, are you worthy of that? What happens if it doesn't be given to you? Like, what happens if they say no? Are you going to walk away? Are you going to, you know, there's a lot of questions that and possibly like the fear of the ramifications of speaking up. Mm. Yeah. Do you reckon that there's any truth in yeah, that? Yeah, sure. I think, I don't think I'd even got to the part that things, I, all I knew was I was unhappy and I didn't know why or how or what, what I could do about it. So I had to opt out for a while and sort out myself and where I wanted to be and and then be able to come back and then I really had to step it up and start talking my truth and, yeah, being a lot more clearer. And I'm so much more clearer now, you know, like mm. it's, you know, I, I'm – I ask for what I'm wanting, you know, so, you know, and I, if I need to have that, the more difficult conversation, it's set up properly, you know, it's like, okay, I need to have this conversation. This is, Mm. this is what I am, you know, feeling or this is what's, you know, is there a good time for you, you know, and we make a time for it or, um, is this a good time now or so that, you know, we're not just spring, spring it on somebody on, on you know on on my husband or who we need to talk talk to about it and then yeah so much more yeah. more effective now you know with you know this is what I'm feeling this is how it is for me mm-hmm. yeah so much more clearer you know giving someone the space to you know be able to for them you know having that respect for them as well about about the conversations and and being able to circle back and you know the next yeah. day and say you know how how are you feeling after that conversation yeah one thing that i can see really clearly is it's almost like and i felt this inside of me too when we can't communicate with another until we know what's going on for us mm-hmm. and it's like that's what i think you took your time to do, and I can actually understand even more now 
that you had us kids around you all the time. And if you didn't have us kids around you, you were at work. So you're, you didn't really have much time. You didn't give yourself much time to sit in what is really going on with me. And I'm sure that if you did have those times, maybe you didn't have the skills because for myself, if I get, if I just sometimes, if I'm too stuck with just me and I don't, I lose sight of what is really going on and I can get lost in all of my stories that I'm telling myself and fears and things like that. I'll question everything a thousand times and not sure still at the end. So I find it really helpful to have someone else to bounce this off and be like, can I just get your perspective, an outsider's perspective as well? Mm-hmm just to sit with, does that feel right for me? Because sometimes we can't fully see ourselves through clarity because we're a bit Mm. in the messiness of it, which I feel a lot. So what I can hear from you is like, that's almost like step one is coming back to yourself when something kind of feels a bit off and you can kind of feel this uneasiness with somebody else or like there's an elephant in the room coming back to, okay, what is actually, what is going on for me? What is this feeling? What am I not getting? What am I, what do I need more of? What do I need less of? Like kind of asking ourselves those questions to dig deeper. Then the next step, because I feel like I have tried before to communicate before I even knew what I was communicating about. I I think it's this. No, I think it's this. No, I think it's this. I don't know, but you've upset me. And, Mm. you know, like I've done that a lot in relationships in the past where I just want them to know what's going on straight away because I don't want to withhold. So I'm trying to communicate, but I haven't done the check in myself. I'm not clear within myself. So first becoming clear of what I need and what's not happening and what's not working for me right now. Then to share that and like you are so good at doing is the with compassion, with meeting them where they're at also because you don't want to get their back up. That's the thing is like we want to come with love. Like if we're if we're just wanting to share with them what we need more of, they're not clear of that either. So we need to let them in. And that can be really scary. I remember initially doing that. It's like, oh, they could be like I'm setting myself up for mass rejection and they could really hurt me right now. What if they don't want to do it? All that sort of stuff. So mm. but still coming to them with that communication, with the opportunity to love us the way we want to be loved and understand us more because as we're understanding ourselves more and figuring out what we need, then we're giving the other person the opportunity to lean in and love us more. So, yeah, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Yeah, I I think you're right. I think think we go into it sometimes thinking that our partner's not going to, they're going to reject us or not meet us or not want to hear what we've got to say. But, uh, you know, with more evidence and more proof, I, that's certainly not the case. Like they are mm-hmm. wanting to do whatever it takes to listen, you know, and it's set up in a way that's like, I need you not to, not to talk, you know, like I need to, I need, I need to tell you this, but I don't want you to interrupt, you know, because they're always going to go, but I was only trying to, or I was just, mm-hmm. I was only, you know, like to justify or to, you know, protect themselves. But, you know, if you're setting it up properly, it's like, I just want to let you know, you know, what's going on and I I need to tell you and can you wait until I'm finished and you'll get an opportunity to also respond. But I just, I just need to um, tell you this. Yeah. And that's, that's really helpful, really, really helpful. 
And I find, just to add to that, I find that that can be with any relationship. Like that's mm. you and me when we're on the phone and it's like, I just need to tell you this. Like, so we have this. We don't really even need to set it up anymore. We have the respect of listening before we talk and friendships as well. Like any relationships, mm. when you're talking about hard things, you can set that up with your boss. You can say, I just need to speak and then like, I'd love you to listen. And then I'll listen to where you're coming from as well. Mm. But yeah, any sort of conversations that we need to have like circling around again and yeah setting it up circling around mm-hmm. yeah they're really important important <clears throat> factors that help to make the the conversation go well you know like it's mm-hmm. like they they are wanting to meet you and and I think we think that they're going to want to run or they're not going to be able to handle it but they they can and they will and they do and and it ends up, you know, clearing the air and it's just this real lightness and, you know, feeling that you're on the, on the same page, which is where we, where we all want to be. So we have so much more to tell and so much more <laughs> that we could and we will be with this topic. It's so, such a valuable topic and, um, and one that we both have so much wisdom with. So we might leave it there for today and thank you, Zoe. And thank you to you all. Thank you to all our listeners and we'll look forward to being here with you next week. So bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening today. We would love for you to share this episode with a friend or someone who you know needs to hear it. Till next week, stay open, stay curious and show up for what's important. Lots of love.